listening to episode 27 of the 11th Hour Podcast. I'm Sam Mellencon of Tobacco Records. I'm Brad Rose from Foxy Digitalis. Each week, one of us picks a song from Rancid, and we discuss all of our complicated feelings surrounding the song. Uh, this week was my pick, but really it was kind of our, both our picks, which I still kind of don't believe, but I, I not to call you a liar, but just oh. like it's so amazing that it happened. That's fine. You can uh, call me a liar. I've been called worse. Uh, listen, the asshole. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> this is the, this no. Is the episode where this shit gets fucking real. <laughs> 27, it's over. Um, uh, no, uh, I uh, picked Jimmy and Johnny this week, and it turns out that was what you had kind of chambered. That's what I was going to pick so for next week, yeah. So it's a we kind of a joint pick here. Jimmy and Johnny, two friends of mine, skinhead what they claim. Outside simulators, but no, I don't feel the same. See, Johnny thinks Jimmy's a mod, and Jimmy thinks Johnny's a punk. Jimmy listens to Scar, and Johnny likes to ask Jimmy and Johnny chases whatever they drink and kiss with a five five five. One two no matter what, things all right. The Ballad of Jimmy and Johnny. Yes, Ballad. It's the actual full name. Uh, off of Let's Go, uh, 1994 album. The song is written by Tim. Of course, it's produced by Brett Gerwitz. Um, still don't know who mastered this record. Uh, no guest musicians. Uh, this is a really slight song, but it's a song that... I don't know, but I think you were probably going the same direction. It's a song that sticks out. Yeah. And like, it's kind of one of the emblematic songs of Let's Go. <clears throat> Excuse me. It feels like a microcosm of Let's Go. Like, because it's got, like, the kind of slow strumminess, and then it's... Oh, yeah. kind of kicks into the... You know, it's got the... Yeah, and it's got the, like, real, like... Um, their early rockabilly sort of style when it really starts going... Mm-hmm. But it's got a little bit more of the like shouty California punk right. in the um So it's kinda yeah, it kinda does have a lot of their their different vibes in it. It's a good it's a good thing. And it's uh, thematically I mean <laughs> yeah. take a drink or whatever, like <laughs> or don't or whatever. It's about a story about people like Tim and Lars having sort of uh I don't actually know. So this is the problem. I thought I knew what Jimmy and Johnny was about. Because I haven't really looked at the lyrics. I just like, I know this song. I know it. It's like deep in my, you know, it's imprinted in my brain. Right. I like it. It's a good song. But I kind of thought the whole thing was like the first half of the song I got. Like this sort of nice narcissism of minor differences thing of like these two dummies. Right. Are both just skinheads, but they think they're right. different. And like. I have to admit like that, this- that the Jimmy thinks, jo- Johnny thinks Jimmy's a mod. Jimmy thinks Johnny, like that part, those, I love those lyrics so much. They're so, it's so perfect. Like to capture like that feeling. Dr. Seussian. Yeah, like, but like, it like so captures that feeling of like these two, it's like you two are the same fucking these person. These two chuckleheads that think <laughs> that they're so different, but like, and it's, and it's, you know, it kind of has that thing that like Op Ivy did pretty well. We were looking at, um. Just recently, we were looking at uh, the Uptones had a lot of things, kind of these scene reports, right? Yeah, things of like scene. the politics of very small groups, you know, like very niche groups have a lot of politics, and it's like it's kind of feels like the same thing of like, what are you guys doing? Like, <laughs> you're you're all, you're exactly the same, probably. Right. That you just like dress kind of differently, and and then there, there's these themes that come up a lot of like this kind of fascination with like good skins, right? Um, are kind of a thing that I, I I'm kind of loath to touch 
the ten foot pole because I'm still kind of lost as to. I've always heard the sort of narratives around good skins, and right? The difference between British and all these other things, but I'm also like, is this just like this like, faux like, after the fact everything's cool, skins are great, you know, like good traditional skins are are great, and they love reggae, you know. It's like, is that such a simplification? And it's like, well, why are you so pulled into this like kind of? Yeah. populist fascist imagery if you're if you're so in so great you know what i mean right. like, yeah like yeah it's i feel like it like it's i don't necessarily want like like you i'm sort of loath to do it but i there's part of me that wants to do kind of like a deep dive on this whole thing because yeah I, uh, i'd want to almost be more prepared yes because like i mean because yeah like growing up and especially like this time period you know i mean and still, like, my sort of visceral knee-jerk reaction, whatever, when I think, like, skin it, it's, it goes the way, the other way, you know? Like, um, it's, yeah, they're a bunch of, like, fascist, white supremacist, like, racist, like, that is the skinhead culture, quote-unquote. Like, a lot of the, the moves of skinhead culture have become these things, like the Proud Boys and the yeah. Proud Boys and all. Like we're we're living in a world where that stuff's heightened and sneakier than it's ever been, and so I'm like extra on alert. Right. But like, hey, if it's just like a type of like, if it's like, oh, you're a boot boy, and that's the same as like wearing plaid pants and a bullet belt. It's like, right. oh, this is kind of eye rolly to me. Like the most punk rock people I've ever met wore, you know, a nondescript gray T-shirt and right, you know, like chinos, you right? Know, like 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 the most gnarly, interesting punk punky noise people in the world are are dressed down usually right. but it's not like i don't appreciate fashion is an interesting idea too so like there's all yeah. these conflicted thoughts you know i have and it's like okay they're making a lot of cases throughout their career for like this sort of good skin culture man doesn't it just feel like it goes back to like this sort of like almost voyeuristic love of knuckleheads yeah I think, yeah. <laughs> that Lars and Tim totally have? Yeah. Like, like, no, I mean, that's, um, I think so. I th it's, yeah, it's sort of like romanticizing idiots. Like, <laughs> uh, and, you know, it's like, it's like the people who have, I mean, you can't, it's not like this, the first person to do this, like, and there's, well, saying like, hey, these are underserved people who just are testosterone freaks who are, you know, uh, misguided, good dudes who are misguided and get into trouble and like that sort of good you know it's like good old boyism you know what i mean and it's like yeah they have such a thing and this is you know this is so self-aware like 20 30 years later where it's like my one of my number one problems with lars and well lars too but tim is that like he surrounds himself repeatedly you know i was explaining the whole olympia connection to my wife this week and i was like you know there's a real sliding doors thing where they go yeah. hang out with KRS and Beastie Boys and are interesting forever, you know what I mean? Like, right. but then there's like Skinhead Rob and even Lars at times, you know, and like, you know, they just like some of the stuff, the U.S. bombs and and their love of Agnostic Front and all this stuff where it's like it's right up to this line of uncomfortability, right for me. Yeah, no, same. I mean, it's um, it's one of the yeah, it's just I think the idea of it's like good old boy like this it's like this i mean it it's, it's very much this boys club vibe that 
I don't. It's. I mean, honestly, it's like you know when we talk about our complicated feelings about rancid and all this stuff. It's like that's the that's one of the sides of it that really turns me off. Like, yeah, it's it's like it's like issue number two or three for me is like the masculine kind of forgiveness of total idiots. <laughs> yeah, well, and you know, so I was we were talking about this a little bit before we started recording but there's this interview that came out with Lars on uh, Ladder Sound this week and and like one of it that so you know it, it talk, he talks about his friends and uh, the people around him and so one of the things he says it, it's I I liked it was interesting he said that the music I make is always staunchly anti-racist anti-fascist it's about acceptance and um great Right, and then <laughs> <laughs> okay, and, and then that is funny though. It's like he, he goes on to, and again, this is it all kind of ties into like this whole podcast. But he says, weirdly, when we were kids, we were all judgmental as hell, or judgmental as well, whatever as hell works better. Um, <laughs> we were just teens trying to work out the world and make mistakes. I think it, then here, I think it's sad the world doesn't let you make mistakes anymore, and it's like. Ee! That is that is such an interesting thing because I have that conversation. I'll put my neck out a little bit. Or I have that conversation. So one of my friends uh, said it. He was like, in the old scene, it felt like somebody would cross the line and you'd pull him off to the side and you'd be like, yo, what the fuck? And then they'd get like a chance again. And now it's like instant exile. And I was like, okay, I kind of get that, you know? But then I'm like, I don't want to say that out loud because it immediately gets used for the wrong point. It immediately is like, all I do is abuse one woman and I can't be part of the scene. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Get, <laughs> so, get the hell out of here. You know, like, like I, th- yeah. I don't want to be seen. Like, it's, this is the problem of, like, the nuanced conversation always gets hijacked by the pieces of shit, right? Like, it's like. Absolutely. No, and so here, and, and I was having this conversation about totally unrelated but it i think it, it fits here it's, it's earlier today uh and we were talking about accountability and what accountability means right and mm-hmm. and how in so many parts of our lives like whether it's our personal lives our like work you know our art whatever like everybody fucks up like that is mm-hmm. the thing and, and we've kind of talked about this but like if you if you fuck up and you own like and own it and not in this bullshit way that we do like so many people do I'm sorry I offended you yes none of, of that like, shit yeah, like yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and like you diffuse 90% of the problem yeah because absolutely. but but we that so when people say it's like oh it's sad the world doesn't let you make mistakes anymore like, I don't believe that. I think it's just that we, and, and I don't know, maybe this is like chicken out of the egg, whatever. But yeah. I think it's more people don't fucking take accountability. And, yeah. and so, and, and, and again, there's a line like the thing. Yeah. Well, I beat one woman. It's like, well, you know, yeah. Fuck you're you. fucking, yeah. yeah. But even that, so there are lines and, <laughs> and even that though, like, I, and I don't know, like the ins and outs of this example. I, um, I, talk to my friend carl about this who he's a he he draws and writes comics so this is his world but warren ellis the yes this is my my one for sure so you know and and i don't know how many years it's been since like all this stuff came out that he likes a couple years now 
was, you know, I, I, I don't know. Exa- I don't know the whole story. I, and I don't want to like say the wrong thing here, but had issues like doing, I, I don't know if it was like, it's like a bunch of women were involved who were younger than him. Some saw it very much as grooming and some saw it as like him just being kind of creepazoid. Yeah. Like it, it was, you know, yeah, exactly. And so and he, he, and, and he like, own, like owned up to it. Remarkably good job owning up to it. And I'm not, and that's that thing of like going like, Hey, good job owning up to it. Doesn't mean, Hey, absolve. Right. Well, and to, I mean, further for that, from i mean they're still ongoing like the like the women who want to participate like they are having conversations with it like there's a there's like a mediator right like, like a whole a framework mediator. of yeah 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 and so he's about the best i've ever seen yes he disappeared for a year completely well and, he let people cancel his books he, he participated with the people who want to participate in actual reconciliation yeah, and he's right. And and another one that, and this one I know because my daughter is obsessed with YouTube. But there's you, there's a YouTuber named Jenna Marbles who was like hugely famous. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, but it was kind of the same. And I even like watched this video a couple weeks ago, like where, so like some early videos she did were very problematic. Were wildly yeah. problematic. But like she never ran away, f- like, and she's basically out gone at this point. But like you know, posted a last video that was like. This is really bad. Like, I can't, you know, I'm not defending this. Like, this is, and her, and like, and so it's like, you can make mistakes and you can, but like the accountability is like, the the assholes who take over this conversation are so used to being able to make mistakes and awful fucking mistakes and just go along and get away with it. And that's what they want to do. You know, it's the, yeah. They want it to have nothing to change and have no. It's the same shit like, where it's like, oh, free speech, free speech. It's like free speech doesn't mean free from consequences. You can't go yeah, on exactly. national TV and everybody can ask you to say, I don't want to have a conversation with yeah. you. Yeah, you know what I mean. Also, free speech is that the government right. won't prevent right. you. From Fuck all that. It. That's the funniest thing in the world. But what? But to go to like anyway. to about the large yeah. thing, there's two things that he's saying. No, no, this is good. There's two things that he's saying, and I think we we projected. Two things, two versions of this. There's one where it's nobody gets a chance to fuck up. That's patently false in right. so many different ways where you're, exactly what you're saying. I think you eloquently said around accountability. And by the way, everybody who gets quote unquote canceled seems to make more money than before. Right. So obviously nobody's having right. a hard time. The other one is uh, I think what he's really talking about, which I do think there's a consensus on, which is people fail publicly now because of social media yeah. and permanently because of social media and he's talking more about kids and that danger yep. of that's true everybody's a, i went through some really shitty periods of my oh. life i wouldn't say that's who i am right and having people call me out or having good people around me to go like that's not what who you want to be you know you try on these different personalities as you're growing up and you go oh this is kind of fun i like the power in this or right. whatever and it's like yeah i hopefully no lines were crossed where it's like you know yes you have to be held accountable if you cross lines but if you're just kind of like a general shithead that stuff coming back to haunt you is yeah. like kind of different and unfair and different than where lars was you know right. so he hit that contrast i totally yeah no i think I that's like there's a quote from like bo burnham that's pretty good some people hate him for some reason but like uh, I do think there's a pretty eloquent point about like that problem of growing yeah, up no, publicly, which he did. You know, I, right? Yeah, like, no, I think that's uh, yeah, I think that is very and 
And yeah, and, and you know, from this quote, I don't know which thing he, maybe he means both things. I don't know. I mean, that's what, yeah, it, exactly. um, but no, I think that is a really good point. And I mean, it's and honestly, it's something like I my I have a nine year old daughter and I, yeah, exactly. Terrified like, of like it's, it's going to be our problem. Right? Yeah, exactly. I'm a couple years behind you and it's the thing you have to think about. And it's like, I did so much dumb shit. Oh my God. And yeah, again, I don't think that's who I am. And if I was being like, but again, all this is with the caveat of like, of course there's limits and of course, right. Accountability and reconciliation and all these things. So like, I also think we're in a time where new, everybody's like, you can't have a nuanced conversation. It's like, that's because everything's so fucking bad. Right. Let, let us have yeah. a few years of it getting kind of better and then we can have the nuanced conversation. Right. Like, <laughs> right now, absolutes are important. You know what I mean? Like, so like, I, you know, us trying to force the, the nuanced conversation is almost like, I don't know if I'm the one to have that conversation. Sure. I, I want to just mostly listen to other people have like. People who are smarter than me. Like, <laughs> who are smarter than me. <laughs> Say like no shit's really bad right now, and then we fix the problem, and then the nuance comes back. And that's I'm always like revolution's kind of messy, you know what I mean? So yeah, I mean it's um, like it's like some sort of like Maslow's hierarchy of nuance, like neat, like you know. <laughs> it's like, oh, I love it. It's like okay, yeah, I want to have this conversation, but we got to take care of the base shit right now because I love Rose's hierarchy <laughs> of nuance. There we go. That right now we need to new fix T-shirt. Somebody. This is good. This is your like yeah. This is wild. <laughs> Uh, like, I love this concept of like, we're in a period where, uh, yeah, you need this baseline, uh, like kind of lack we're of trying balance, to keep the fucking right? fascists out of the castle right now. <laughs> exactly. Um, and they are super good at hijacking nuanced exactly. conversations. So, so like that's their entire goal, right? Like it's the, the insidiousness of fascism but actually, when you are trying to be fair and nuanced, like that's a well-documented yep. thing. I don't feel like I'm t- no, talking about it. Absolutely. Term. So like, like. That's why I'm like, well, when I get into nuanced conversation <laughs> and it's on social media and all those things, I get really careful. But like, I, I love it. Well, um, uh, anyways, there's a song. The one thing I, I do want to say is I just think it's a really rad song. And uh, but I never got that. It like ha- there's this implied whole part of the story. That's like the second half of the song that just went by in a Tim Armstrong Slur. Yeah, I was gonna say this is a very slur. Slur-ing? This is a very slurred, slurred. Um, yeah, that was Tim like song. not a slur, right? This is this, this is like Tim in a very Tim. yeah. It's just him going. Blah, 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 especially blah, blah, blah. like I, it, it's, when it starts out too, it's like you know, it's like oh, okay, this is gonna be one of those Tim songs. You just <laughs> It's like oh, okay. it's like somebody just woke Tim up and like, dude, get in the book, get in the booth, man. You gotta do the song. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Uh, I, so like, is there like? So like it, it's the idea just that like they went too far. I see. I, yeah, I don't know. Because I, I never, I, I never really Christ thought about this song. What the fuck were they thinking? Right, like, well, what is that? And then there's the yeah, like the cemetery, but it's like it's happening, at and the they're cemetery. fighting. <laughs> but then there's um, and then yeah, like the whole like Jimmy and Johnny, tell me what you're seeing. Then it starts to feel like a war song. This it also sort of feels like they. It talks about their. I never realized that it's like. I heard the phonetics of this line, but never processed that he said Jimmy a jack type Chevy that could blow you right off the line. That's actually a pretty good like. But the, actually the two really, things about that's a good line. Yeah, like these are nice little like kind of folky couplets and stuff, and like, uh, never once realized that that's what he was saying. Uh, 
so I'm like, are they getting in? They like I think it's a, getting drunk into like a wreck. Yeah, like, are they like doing a? You know, I mean, you think of like those classic '50s. Yeah, like greasers yeah, like sort of songs. Car yeah. race, you know, racing. I don't. Yeah, what's the what's the archetypical one? There's one that's like the. Oh, um, I feel like I can think. Of I feel like, like I Wolfman, can, yeah. <laughs> like introducing it. You know what I mean? Like on the radio. You know I, yeah, I, I can. I don't know. Yeah, there's so anyways, there's yeah. all these songs about the people dying in a car race or whatever. It f- kind of feels like that like skinhead version of that greaser song, you know? Well, maybe that could be it. Yeah. I yeah, I don't know. I honestly don't know. <laughs> it's like it I think it's I mean it it's you know, I think the scene report. I still love that as the I think it's yeah. and I think it yeah, and but it's unclear what the like what was Jimmy and Johnny's fate. Jimmy and Johnny yeah like because it's it's like they're setting all this stuff up and they're like what the fuck were you thinking and it's like well what happened to jimmy Jack? I know. Like, well, it's like, like are they like and then it's like they're a cemetery they did they are die they, are they in the cemetery did they kill somebody did they what, fight yeah each other? did they now they're not friends like right. so much there's so much like open air in this song yeah and it, so like when i started really oh my god this could be like, one of those like t- like stage plays they need to do the ballad. Oh, totally. This, this is, is part of the oh musical theater part of Tim. Oh, my yeah, God. 100%. Do the ballad I, was, Jimmy I had that to bring up. Yes. Yeah, the ballad of Jimmy Jolly. This is I would watch totally it. the fact that Tim likes fucking musical theater, man. <laughs> I love it. Uh, the other thing, um, so he says, Last Resort. I have a couple things about Last Resort. One, 100%, if you ask me, what does he say there? What band does he say? I thought he was this entire time he was saying Lazarus. Oh, really? Which I believe is a like '80s metal band, correct? I think so. So I was like, oh, oh they got each other wrong. He likes ska and he likes metal. Like, like they think they're both mods or or punks, but they're like in these whole other things. Uh, Lazarus were a '70s American soft rock band. Oh, what a weird choice! I just always assumed that name would have to be a metal band, like. <laughs> Anyways, okay, that's a whole other problem. What the hell? Um, and then Last Resort is a kind of traditional uh, oi band from England. I yeah. And the weirdest thing is that Lars joined Last Resort somewhat recently. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, my God. So of all the, Full the circle, many, like, yeah. weird... Yeah. So I, like, I don't know. Maybe I need to go listen to the Last Resort. I'm, I'm, I'm a little worried I'm going to be pretty uh, squicked out or uh, bored. But... Um, <laughs> Not into it. But yeah, there's some rancid connection there. Huh. But, uh, yeah, so. <laughs> their anyway, last album. I'm looking, I'm looking up last. I didn't realize that yeah, Lars yeah, had yeah. joined it. Their most recent album that came out last year that Lars plays on is called Skinhead Anthems 4. So. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. They, so they're, they're a skinhead That's anthem. Horrible. They're, yeah, they're, they're, their debut album. And it's like. Okay. Well, their debut album was called The Way of Life, Skinhead Anthems. And then, and that was in 1982. And then in 2009, 
You have You'll Never Take Us, Skinhead Anthems 2, which feels very much like... They really just... And then in 2013, there is This Is My England, Skinhead Anthems 3. And then last year, just Skinhead Anthems. It really doesn't feel like there's going to be a lot of nuance. I'm looking at the song titles on Skinhead Anthems 3, and you have ones like This Is My England, uh, Taking Back the Streets, Ballad of a Working Man, uh, Knucklehead. This stuff, man. That feels really This stuff like is so on the edge, like fifty percent of those So this is like what we've talked about scum. We've talked I mean this is what we've talked about. Like we've talked about this with Lars especially, how it feels like he's right there on the likes to ride the line, man. And it's And I don't and that and this is but again, this is also one of those things where I don't have the knowledge of British skinhead. I mean, you know that. Well, like, I know. Twenty five percent of that band's <laughs> fans are racist. Fifty to eighty percent are like Brexit nationalists. You know what I mean? Like, like, yeah. I know that there's a good version of this. Like the ones that you could always point to is somehow Dropkick Murphys toe the line the right way, right? Like, like there's a version of populism from Billy Bragg and um, uh, what's his name? The original. <laughs> Um, what's his name? Uh, Guthrie, right? Yeah, like, there's right. a populist, yes. simplest, simple populist music that's actually socialist and very interesting and 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 um, open and, and affirming and all these things that I do not want to get rid of at all. But that music almost always, as it ages, especially, gets co- totally co-opted by the worst people. And maybe Lars is like fight the good fight, but like God, man, like go make a fucking techno record. Like, like why, like why pick? I know why it's such like LARPing. You know what I mean? Like it's like I'm. I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying. Like, yeah, I'm. I'm looking at an interview with them from nineteen or two thousand seventeen. It's not a very good interview. Explain what you like most about punk culture. Oh my God. Nonconformity, independence, individuality attitude having a laugh having a say doing it for yourself family friends respect where it's due fuck the system fuck the rich and the upper classes fuck the system but we want england to stay the same like this is just none of this like lines up this is like the like (laughs) i don't know I don't know. We're going to get too deep on this stuff. We've already gotten to like a million so, themes. But. This is a good point. I, I, so I want to bring in this quote I was telling you about that I saw about punk rock. Somebody said this week. That, oh, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were saying you think you saw it too. Did you remember who it was that said it? Somebody was restating a quote that they were given earlier in life. And it was, um, what's uh, why I'm, I'm going to blank on his name. Uh, Soft Pink Truth Matmos. Oh, okay. No, well... So no, it's, it, 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 this is a similar circle. So the, the thing I saw was from, um, it was a quote out of an interview that was done over the summer. With, it was like one of the last interviews, which shit, I guess I did one of the last interviews with Jamie Branch, who died recently. Um, trumpet player, fucking just, oh my God, she's, Jamie Branch is amazing. Um, and I think I might have seen this quote too, to be honest. So, and it just really, so the quote, it was from a long interview that, um, Hank Steamer did and, uh, it's on pioneer works website. We can put it in the show notes or something. It's a really good interview. Like Jamie branch was, I, I didn't have a whole lot of direct ex- like interaction with her. I actually interviewed her over the summer, 
But um, she just, I don't know, was like one of those people that just made everything around them better. And so she died like unexpectedly <laughs> a couple weeks ago. And anyway, mm-hmm. so the quote is, she says, I think punk rock is not just the type of music. It's definitely an ethos and a way of going about life and being kind to others and having energy and enjoying life, appreciating humor and being excited about shit. I'm not trying to have a bad time while I'm around. And like the thing, so all of that, I totally agree with, but the thing that like really hit resonated me and this is, is being excited about shit because I feel like there's so many times, you know, it's not like I see. So I've seen so many people like sort of dull their enthusiasm because it first the things, because it might not seem cool. And this kind of gets into our idea of like, like what you fucking like and like own it and love it. And, all of it's, you know what I mean? And uh, yeah, anyway, I just, it, when I saw that, I was just, it, you know, this, our whole idea of like radical acceptance. Right. Um, yep. and it, it like, and it, it, and it, and it's like, I do Foxy Digitalis and stuff. Like it's super thankless, but it's just, I, I'm excited about this shit and I want to like share that excitement. And that's even, you know, this whole podcast has kind of turned into this, I don't know what the fuck this podcast is, <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? So, um, I, no, absolutely. I mean, I, I love that quote <coughs> and the whole Jamie branch thing is so fucking painful. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, this week I was talking to somebody who I'm like starting to do some work with and they asked me like, like, you're really stoked to talk about this while you're telling me that, like, the whole industry is collapsing. I was like, don't expect much for this, but I'm really excited about this whole new label and right. talking about all this stuff. It's like, how do you get, like, what fires you up? Why are you so jazzed about this? Like, you're doing all this, like, showing me all these nuances that nobody will notice about the package. And like, I was like, I don't know, man. I'm just, I don't know what else to do. Like, yeah. And, and, and there's, and a lot of it is core to, like, yes, I like sounds coming out of a speaker. <laughs> But I also really like the ethos of DIY and the ethos of communities and things like that. Like there's, yeah. there's something deeper than just like, I like wiggly air just fine. That's that's the point, right? But like there's this underlying thing that just got built into me that is 100% about this. So there's like to kind of pull that back into the, you know, our song, mm-hmm. you know, we're sitting there. We are judging skinhead, you know, culture and, and all these things. So like taking a dose of our own medicine yeah. around being careful to um to say hey like what you like you know just because we don't like it i want to do that it's just a really scary topic with right. skinheads and the sort of tough punk you know knucklehead part of rancid and this is what we're struggling with it's like how much of that is part of the radical acceptance and how much of it is actually like preventing radical acceptance like why did it take so long for Tim to try certain types of music? Why aren't they, why have they never tried certain types of music? You know what I mean? Like that's what I worry about. Well, like, and it's the whole idea, like in radical, it, it only goes so far. Like it doesn't, it, you know, yeah. again, talking about like the nuance and the shitheads, like they, they, and, and you know, they try to do this all the time. Like, Oh, well you're, you know, you're not, you're the tall, you know, the tolerant left. They're not tolerant of us. Oh yeah, subject- of course. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, I'm not gonna, you know, Except that uh, J.K. Rowling is a fucking transphobic piece of shit. Like, that's not okay. Yeah, that's not okay. But, like, you know, if you're 
really into you know a lot of people are really into steely dan in this like scene we're in yeah like i, yeah, I, I don't yeah. i try so hard i and just I don't give a it. shit but you know what i yeah. i'm stoked for them but i love that they're talking right. about it like that makes me really like happy. to me a bunch of people getting nerding out about steely dan is nothing different than you and i nerding out about rancid like 100%. and so it's like that kind of, but at the same time it's like you know like go in with both eyes open and don't just gloss over the maybe maybe problematic parts you know I, like you said like with a lot of this stuff i don't know like my experience with skinheads and stuff is not this not there you know and so it's i i'm very much colored my my feelings on it's very much colored by that and so i but that's not necessarily fair and i recognize that um but it's, you know, at the time we're in, too, though, it just feels like really, I don't know. I just. It, you know, be on alert. Yeah. Be accepting but be on alert is a pretty standard thing at this point. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's good. And yeah. Yeah. Like, um, well, we squeezed a lot of fucking <laughs> Dean and John. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, I would love to know if anybody has any feedback on this episode. So, um, yeah. yeah, give us your feedback. Like, I'm sure we're doing this in an imperfect way, but these are the topics that that stress me out about being such a, like, you know, tied to ransom. Right. Now, is that, is like, I feel like I have to constantly be like, there's a lot of <laughs> rants that I don't like, and that's why this is interesting to me. If it was just a love fest the whole time. Right. Why would we do this? So well, that's a that's Anyways, a that's yeah. a perfect segue into next week's pick, actually. So, oh yeah. Um, so, uh, like I said, originally I was going to pick this song. Um, last, yeah. Anyway, um, so I, so I, I, de- I decided. Well, I don't know. A few hours ago, because <laughs> um, I was like, okay, I, we, I, I want to do something off indestructible, and and I was like, but I, I, you know, I feel like the two songs we've done. Um, we've been pretty down on it, like, yeah, yeah. True. And so I was like, okay, let me just pick one of like a song that's like it's like an easy like kind of like yeah, this is a good song. We can say good stuff about it. And then it's like as I'm going through the album, it's like God, I feel like almost every one of these songs, I'm like, oh yeah, oh, I'm mixed on like now, yeah. And, well, I did this exact same thing. <laughs> I that was my exact how I ended up at Jimmy and Johnny. No joke. And. I went through the whole thing trying to find a song that was like legitimately like, all right, yeah, we'll just be happy to talk. Right, about like it, yeah, and so, and then I was just like, fuck it, never mind. I don't know, like, I, I'm not, I, I'm sure there, like, I don't know. Anyway, so next week we're, yeah. we're so, and, and this isn't, I'm not saying that this is good, bad, both, problematic. Uh, you know, we'll talk about it next week, but next week we're going to talk about Memphis. This is super weird. That was the other song I almost. <laughs> I think like we could just do this pot like you could just do one episode and uh, one week and then I, and it would be like just talk to yourself it's like talking fine because <laughs> it's basically what it's turned into <laughs> for fucking shit we need somebody to come in and just like you know tell us we're both idiots <laughs> yeah uh, yeah we need a guest so so just yeah. knock our heads together and be like Shut exactly up, fuck be like you guys are idiots yeah. <laughs> um so cool uh, yeah I'm stuck to uh, yeah I totally got stuff to say about that yeah and indestructible is. Uh, it's really becoming an interesting my, I feel like it's become the most enigmatic <laughs> yeah yeah it's like I don't know what to do with this I don't, yeah so uh, yeah so anyway okay uh, everybody thanks for listening 
thanks for reaching out uh, on social media as ever you can find us on twitter and on instagram at rancidpod and uh next week we'll see you in the pit.